0: It's your boy Boogie. And your
1: favorite color in the world brown. And this is the 32 life podcast redefining the black experience, where we break stereotypes, build legacies, and help others along the way. It's your boy Boogie. And that's brown over there. So, yes, yes. we're back. Um we decided to go video. Yeah. And before we would start video with a guest, I mean, we decided we wasn't going to record a video with a guest. We wanted to like just bring Barbershop to, to you, wanted mm-hmm. to let you see our faces again because you haven't mm-hmm. seen us in some time mm-hmm. and uh, show love, show love to y'all. So welcome episode one of the video journey, but episode <laughs> 58 of we've been doing this. We've been doing this for one year, one year yes. strong. Um. We're doing a giveaway, so look out for that, uh, listeners. Uh, we're giving away money because times are hard. But but yeah. tell tell the listeners tell the listeners who we
0: are real quick. Like, what is Thirty to Life podcast? Give, give them a quick rundown because this is the first time they're okay. actually
1: seeing see so us telling we them are. right. Yeah. Because you know, they don't really listen to you till they see you. So we are here. Mm-hmm. So thirty to life. Thirty to life is about redefining the black experience. Mm-hmm. that's why we have the tagline and as we know in the prison population black people represent 40 percent of the prison population so mm-hmm. um, often the term 30 to life represents someone who's going to jail uh, for 30 years to life um and since that is something that is highly prevalent in our community We wanted to change the actual definition 30 to life to something more positive, which for us, the meaning is it's the best time of your life, right? Where you get married, have kids, build wealth, um, uh, build your community, et cetera. And uh, that's what we always strive to do. So, you know, our goal is always to break stereotypes, build legacies and help others along the way. And uh, beginning this year, we started doing uh, guest interviews. And the guest interviews uh, consist of really just black excellence. Um, You know, we had some uh, individuals who aren't black on here because we are inclusive um, in terms of the podcast. But our focus is primarily on the black experience. And sometimes we'll have our allies on. Sometimes we'll have individuals just to have a diversity of thought Mm -hmm. uh, because it's always good not to be uh, 100 percent of everything. Right. Um, So, yeah, that's that's us. That's 30 to life. I'm Mookie, uh, Jersey native, Jersey born, Jersey raised, nothing changed. And uh, currently living in Connecticut, um, lived in New York for some time as well, about six years. So, you know, I've been all over the tri-state and uh, work in finance and I am a father and a husband. And yeah, 30 to life, that's what it represents. I got, got married, had kids, and now I'm working on uh, building my legacy building wealth so that's who i am that's who this be this be moogie uh and brown what's up who are you who are you i mean I'm, I'm your favorite color in the world I'm, I'm
0: brown i i am uh the other co-host on the show uh very, very happy to be here. Very ha- happy that, you know, we even started the show. Uh, uh It's been very beneficial to my life. Uh, uh just, just interviewing all the people that we've interviewed and, and getting the inspiration and getting the knowledge and getting the motivation. Um, I, I really, I really enjoy the show. But a little bit about me, you know, I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. you know, M-U-R. Essie Merce, uh, I've been I've been doing it for about uh, seven years, and you know it's it's really been a blessing on my life. Uh, but now I'm I'm really now I'm I'm a STEM I'm a STEM advocate. You know I I I try to get and motivate and encourage you know black and brown kids to get into the STEM uh, STEM life. Uh, I'm a father uh, father of two. Sala. Um, you know, you know. I, I mean, I'm I'm all around black geek nerd. I, I love nerdy things. So uh, we, we we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff on the show, but really, black excellence is our goal. Uh, redefining the black experience, like Mookie said, and yeah, we're just ready for the world to see who we are and what we have to offer to the to the world.
1: Yeah, no, and you know, one thing Brown talked about uh, was our guests. We had some amazing guests on our podcast. Um, be sure to listen to that listen to them. Uh, we had scientists on we had uh, personal finance experts on we had uh, music executives on we've had um, authors we've had poets we've had everyone uh, from every spectrum of just our industry any work industry or entertainment or media so, be sure to check that, check out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, 32 Life Pod. And yeah, let's start the let's start the show. Thank you guys. Thank you for joining being a part of our journey. And uh, we're gonna do this uh, every week. Just have a video with the with the podcast. So this is how we're starting out. So, Brown, you you had a birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Birthday. Before you <laughs> said the birthday, I need I listen to know me and Brown have known each other our entire lives. All oh, right, yes, yeah, very important. So um, when you say like, oh, how did they connect with these people? Yes, we are uh, formerly next door neighbors mm-hmm. who knew each other since we were in diapers, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. Very long time. And, and yes. uh, just a caveat. Well, we, we both mentioned we're, we're we're married, but we're both fathers. Uh, we're both career men, and yeah, we just we're 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 just trying to spread that that black love and that black excellence out there and just let everyone know that you know we wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for community wasn't for our families if it wasn't for 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 our people that came before us so definitely check us out we're on all podcasts and
1: platforms but let's get the show going yes 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 so brown like i mentioned you had a birthday okay yes how'd you turn 40 30 (laughs) 21
0: so I'm, i'm 36 and shout out Shout out to my wife. My wife definitely surprised me and hooked me up. Uh, she got she got me tickets to my one of my favorite, ja- most favorite jazz artists, uh, uh, Robert Glasper. Uh, she had this surprise for a while, and I was trying to guess what it was. And I, I, didn't, I ain't gonna lie, I thought she was gonna surprise me with a strip club, because <laughs> I was tra- I was really trying to figure out what the hell she was trying to get me with. Um, but uh, she definitely did a good job. So definitely shout out to my wife. Then then she bought me some some new electronics help me out with the podcast and whatever other, uh, business ventures I got. So she's definitely a real one. Um, so definitely fellas find yourself a good woman. Cause
1: man, listen, it's so beneficial to my life, brother. Brothers. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Find a good one. Uh, don't F it up and, uh, marry her. That's all <laughs> in the story. If she's uh, a good one. Marry her. She's a good one. Marry her. Y'all. Yes. 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 That's what all the success is going to happen when you, uh, Just settle down so you can focus. But, um, yeah, birthday. Um, Also this weekend, Father's Day. Right. Your first Father's Day. Well, second.
0: Oh, second. Oh, sorry. That's right. That's right. Second. Second. Yep. My second Father's Day.
1: And, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. You know, just um, hung out in the pool. Okay. Barbecued a little bit. You know, uh, my daughter, Amira, she got me um, a card (laughs) and... Uh, but my, my wife wrote in it, but she she wrote in it through the eyes of my daughter. Okay, so, I like you it. Know, she she told me I was the be- best cook uh, of breakfast food. And uh, yeah, we, we just hang out. We had a good time. We had a good time uh, this past weekend. Um, what about you? How was your father's day? You know, so my father's day and my birthday was
0: literally on the same day. So I kind of got kind of got lost in the sauce. I mean, it's, it's happened to me before. I can't say that I, I like when my father's day is mixed up with my birthday because it just seems like my birthday doesn't get all the love because I'm sharing it with all the fathers. Not that I have any issue with that, but, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm being truthful to the ego side of myself, you know, I would want my birthday to be on a separate day. But I will say my wife did her thing and she made it a, an amazing weekend. So again, shout out to the wives out there that, that
1: just love and treat their husbands well. Shout out to the woman, black woman. Shout out to our wives. Thank you, babe. Love you. Um, uh, speaking of babe, so my daughter stopped calling me babe. Um, so I guess that was my Father's Day present, by the way. She calls, she calls me daddy consistently, no longer babe. So she's transitioned away from that. So shout out to my baby and my baby Amira. So, um, Amira. so, so yeah, also the... Saturday was a a very important date in history. Yes. Uh, Yes. It also is a federal holiday now. Um, What'd you do for Juneteenth?
0: What did I do for Juneteenth? (laughs) I I can't say that I did anything um, um, else besides recover from the prior day, uh, uh, from my birthday, from the jazz concert. Um, But, you know, I was happy to hear of the good news, I will say. However, that does not negate the fact that we still have... A long way to go in terms of racial injustice and improving that. Um, but I will say, you know, even though it took a hundred years or a couple of hundred years for this to, to be a, a, a holiday, um, I'm happy that the recognition is finally taking place and we can, you know, officially recognize it as a country.
1: Yes, it is. It is bringing the information. Um, it's bringing uh, history for uh, a lot of people who don't know about it. Um, so that's a good thing. I do feel that when you get a federal holiday, it benefits all. Um, so I don't think they ever, we're ever going to get anything uh, that will be specifically and directly for Black people. Um, that's just what it is. And I've come to accept this uh, a couple of years ago. Um, I think you have as well. So I'm happy that we can uh, acknowledge the uh, horrible things that this country has done, um, but for us as people, we you know have to you know do the work ourselves and uh, not rely on the government. Absolutely, well, well said. Um, yeah, ah, drops mic. All right, say no more. Um, you know what else I want to talk about? So, you know, me, we went out. Um, uh, you know, as a, as a group for your birthday but what happened to covid because we we, every everybody we we went to the city this this past weekend and it was packed it was lit it was it was more people before uh covid bc before covid it was more people today uh this past weekend so what what is going on when did it when did covid disappear yeah like no mass i mean i get i get
0: they, they lifted the mask rule um but just the sheer amount of people in close proximity when only a few months ago no
1: no two weeks ago two weeks ago
0: <laughs> okay two weeks ago literally yes. it was it was it was, it was empty it was a ghost town um but yeah it was very interesting um i definitely understand uh why the government is pushing for the vaccine because in reality if this is if this doesn't prove that people do not like to be in one spot and remain in one spot for a long period of time. Uh, This just this this shows it all. Um, The sheer amount of people that are out in the city was just amazing. I mean, it was people playing basketball in the basketball court, it was crowds around the basketball court. I mean, it was just it
1: it was just just like it was normal. COVID didn't exist. And now in New York City, if you haven't been in New York City, if you if you're in Trinidad, or Kenya, shout out to our listeners there. Um we ranked we ranked in um, Trinidad. So shout out to Trinidad uh last week. But they they added they added more seating spaces outdoors, right? Because for right. COVID, you couldn't be indoors, so they had outdoors. So the indoors were packed and then the outside outside seating was packed. So it was insane how people was and there was not one single person with a mask on and people was just living their best lives. So yeah. I haven't heard anything about anything increasing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess, I guess once the government said, hey, let's lift everything, uh, you know, COVID disappeared. And, and we're
0: not saying that there's anything wrong with it. We're just finding it interesting that, you know, it, it was the complete contrast from weeks ago to today or last week or yeah. the weekend,
1: rather. No, I mean, it did feel good to be outside. Absolutely. Um, you know, didn't get nervous when people coughed behind you or sneezed behind you like you know felt like but you're vaccinated though right no not yet what's the v what, what so you don't that? so you
0: don't you you still oh that's right you didn't get the vaccine yet so you still have no fear i th- i think i have like some added immunity cuz i'm a little
1: vaccinated like i so feel i like got the, so the brain or something. i'm i'm protected by god okay. first and foremost all right second second i i, I got the antibody test right Twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Did you have any antibodies? No. Mm-hmm.
0: So okay. what does that you, mean? So you raw dog in it. You just you just have no fear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> wow. Okay. Man. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm protected. You know, I'm validated by the streets, as they say. You know, I don't I don't need to be. I don't need the government hand and and how I move in this country this is
0: interesting because now you have two black men you know Mm -hmm. one who is advocating the the vaccine i admittedly admittedly i wasn't in the beginning but now i'm a full-blown advocate of it and now we have another peer pressure yeah no 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 i i did the research you know i did the research um but and then we have another, uh, you know, well-educated African American
1: male yes. who, who is, is against it, and that's you know. Oh, I'm not against it. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm against okay. it for myself. So well, why though? Because if it's not so, good for you, it shouldn't be good for somebody else, right? Well, no, no. It's because of my my health condition, which is superb. Um, <laughs> my age, which okay. is I'm young. I'm younger than you, so maybe you know because you're 36. That's the cutoff point for you to have to. <laughs> okay That's all right That's a good off. you know like i i got i got i got a year you know so um so no to be honest i'm just i want to see more of the timeline of the vaccine mm-hmm. um but i do think anyone who's elderly anyone who has ailments should definitely get the vaccine you know okay. i'm still masked masked up for the most part when you know i go into uh stores and you know, and I, I still work from home. So I'm not, I'm not interacting with people on a regular basis. This past week was the first, first time or second time that I interacted with people on that level. So, um, yeah, I'm still moving with a mask, you know, um, future set mask off. I say mask on. Okay. All right. Well, so the CDC ain't telling me like, you know, take off the mask. Like I'm, I'm keeping it on potato, you know? potato, you know, I mean, I mean my antibody tests look good. So, you know, I got something, I got, uh, uh good white blood cells or something like that i don't know okay yeah so yeah so that's i just that's recommend get,
0: i recommend uh you looking more into uh the necessity yeah of- so listen to every
1: scientist podcast and okay. they they in my favor okay All right. All right. That's, what they, that's what they say you know say like the move. scientists you know you know they do it for a living you know they they uncover it they told me i can wait you know so
0: well, we can agree to disagree. You know, we know, everybody is a, is, a, is, is a free thinker out here in these streets.
1: You know, so. But yeah, so free thinking, speaking of free thinking. So you saw the thing with Biden and um, him just, you know, infiltrating the barbershops and uh, hair salons to administer vaccines. No, I have not heard of that. He's going to the barber shops. Yeah, so so now they have uh, location sites for Black people to to you know get get shots, getting shots. It's called. It's like um, was it um, shots and um, shots and wigs and shots or something like that, or like uh, hairdos and shots or barber shops and shops. That's what they're called, barber shops and shots. So. so- I mean so as we as we know black people are hesitant to 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 get the vaccine yeah so do you think it's called for to have designated black owned or bl- locations where black people are heavily frequented frequently uh visited and have these inside these locations
0: here's what i think i think that they should continue to do what they need to do to keep our entire system as safe as possible but still allow people to make their own decisions based off of their own um uh.
1: <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen uh <laughs> okay so we have a, my, we have my a... son my son to the nigga <laughs> he was agreeing he was saying let people choose what they want to do because i choose what i want to do <laughs>
0: who is who is currently getting those those uh uh, antibodies via breast milk right now um but uh yes i feel like people should be able to still make their own decisions uh based off of their like for instance the government shouldn't be forcing them like i know i know the government currently isn't forcing anybody but there are some jobs that are forcing uh people like for instance in texas there's a hospital who who has just mandated all their employees to get the vaccine um i know there's a hospital in new york who just mandated all of their employees to, to get the vaccine by a certain date. So there there are certain mandates that are coming down the pipeline. I mean, I just think they're experimenting with us um, with it right now, but I think in the future, they're going to be mandatory to get on airplanes, to get to certain, um, I guess, destinations. Unless you plan on staying local your entire life, you're probably gonna have to approve that you got gotten the vaccine in the, in the near future. That's just my humble opinion.
1: I'm not a fortune teller, but. No, I met somebody um, in Brooklyn. And he was saying, you know, he got that um, that uh, vaccine pass. You know, yeah, two for four out here. So
0: this is just the
1: beginning. This is just well, the no, beginning. but but I think it was it was equal Oper- equal employment uh, commission or ELC. Or I forgot the acronyms of it, but they they said that that employers are in their legal right to yeah um uh, to, to, mandate, it, yeah, the to vaccine. mandate the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they are. I mean, the, the, the laws are in place, but that doesn't make it right because obviously we have a history of laws that are not uh uh right, you know, slavery being one. <laughs> but um, you know, right now, unfortunately, it is a law, and that's the part that I don't agree with. I like spreading the information and allowing people to make educated, um, I guess, decisions is one thing, but forcing them is a whole nother situation, and I'm not a, I'm not in agreement with that.
1: Yeah, no. No, educate, make the decision, uh, and make sure um, the people who, who need to get the vaccine get it. But um, so, yeah, so today's episode, right, obviously, this is shop Talk, so we just kind of talk about everything, what's on our mind, what's going on, uh, what's most important. But a couple of our listeners have asked about the N-word, and I'm not talking about that N-word, I'm talking about networking. Yes, networking, the, the more important N-word. Um, the social capital, as some people could, uh, call it, right? Intellectual capital is very important, but you no one gonna know you smart if you ain't got no social capital, got the relationship. So we're gonna talk about just best practices for building relationships. We'll talk about what we're doing with this podcast, how we got some of these cool individuals. Um, when, you know, we have an independent small podcast that's you know growing steadily, but we've been able we've been approached uh, by. Um, A lot of people are being on podcasts and, you know, we're just, you know, independent and just pushing through. So, yeah. So networking is important. Networking is a skill. Networking is key um, for most things in life. Um, I remember growing up, um, you know, a lot of people used to be like, yeah, you know, um, white people have, um, you know, the networks and they get through the door and everything like that. And. You know, I kind of struck a chord growing up when they used to say that, like, "Oh, it's not who you know, it's what you know." And they would say, you know, white people have like this, you know, inter-connected uh, system of, you know, just getting jobs or just, you know, doing business together. Other ethnicities as well, um, nationalities as well, and you know, it was always something that I thought was very important that we needed to do as a people is to network and you know, foster community growth, sharing of knowledge and stuff. So. Um, brown what are your thoughts on networking no i think
0: about it like this um i truly wish that i could go back in time and and have went through those networking opportunities that i missed out on uh, how far back in time i mean i mean i remember that high school computer competition program that we that we went to
1: bdpa Uh, bdpa black data processing associates so so oh well let's tell a story yeah what, let's, what yeah that? let's give a, it give
0: a, give a quick context. context so we were younger um i, I don't i'm gonna say like high school age 16 yep. Six, yeah 16 we we uh we we entered this uh computer competition um for minority kids every city had had their own team and we all went to disney world to kind of compete and create a website i forgot what the objective was but we had to create a website and it had to be functional for a, a type of business um so anyway so in this in this uh, uh, I guess uh conventional center area uh, bunch of a bunch of uh, uh, black people kids our age really out there and they were they were really intelligent people but in that in that time I wish that we I had a we had spent more time networking with the other students as opposed to it just being like some uh, I guess social trip to i guess uh uh you know I mean, it, it was we Admittedly, so we, we didn't take it as serious as we should have. And if, if we can go back in time and utilize those opportunities to leverage uh, our network, I wish you could have started there. But, you know, fast forward in my in my life, you know, I think of that social uh, uh, equity and really, I can only kind of attribute to where I am in my life as a result of my network and how I've uh, networked with people. I really my all the jobs that I've gotten was a result of me knowing somebody and somebody else getting me into the door. Um, so yeah that's that's really my first thoughts about
1: networking yeah yeah um for me i would just say like college like making sure i did like actual um internships like at major firms um networking with alumni uh i was just listening to um a a podcast and this individual uh talked about when he was a freshman, he was going to alumni uh, networking groups. Mm. And when I thought, I was like, that's really smart. Like, so, mm. you know, you're a freshman you're going to this alumni and they all have their jobs and they like, and you're there as a freshman. They're like, Oh yeah, I work at this company and you can set yourself up either internships or a future job by continuing to cultivate those relationships. And he did exactly that. he ended up having internships and uh, multiple job offers by the time he graduated. Cause he did that plus he did of course like student activity uh, groups and uh, network professors but that he said that was one of the biggest keys so he went to every single alumni uh, network and I'm like dang that was that's really smart so you know that's something that is important to you know share with our, with our listeners or um, just our our children as they grow up just in terms of like that networking is so key so for me it was just in college just to take advantage of um, networking uh, events and uh, building a relationship with the professors and just getting you know uh, better even though we graduated during the worst time which is like oh nine um, you know still could just put itself in a good situation to be at least the first person up after you know things started getting better no like like you'll
0: never know who can help you like you'll mm-hmm. never know who can put you or be that bridge for you to get to that door um, it, like really like this networking game is all about what you put into it. It's all about the how how you strategize how you how you maintain relationships um, and it not and it not seem I guess uh, uh, one-sided, how it can remain authentic, uh, really just making a list and keeping contact with these people once a week, once a month, different and having different people in your in your contact list that you may potentially need one day if you can start networking tomorrow like go on go on any like type of linkedin or professional sites and, and start just talking to people reaching out to people some people actually do respond like i remember somebody contacted me last week uh to just just to look at their resume and i did it like i just did it for the strength of it why i don't know i didn't have the time but i just did it um you know you never know who's going to respond
1: yeah no it's so true um me like navigating doing my career is always like just someone helped me, right? Someone helped me. Someone gave me the knowledge or, you know, they connected me as a person for the job. Um, and you mentioned that you helped someone with their resume. Like that's important too. I think when you give, uh, you start to receive, right? So, uh, for me, like people reach out to me all the time, just ask them about the finance industry and, you know, I just, I take the call I'm like, Hey, uh, give them a number and be like, Hey, call me next Friday or next, next week or something. And then we have, we talk about it and I talk about ways that, you know, they can move within finance and what areas, you know, based upon their skill or what they're interested in, where they can move. So you could do that yourself too, right? You can reach, if you're interested in a certain industry, or you are looking to change careers or go to another firm? LinkedIn is one of the most powerful ways to do that, right? You can find either someone that's in your job, or in a job that you want to go to already and you can reach to them and actually learn about what the job is. Um, and once you have armed with that information, then you can start reaching out to recruiters or at least update your resume to uh, reflect what that person told you. And then if you do build a relationship with that person, then you can always ask them to give you a referral to get in the door. Um, so there's a lot of techniques. Uh, a lot of college students um, reach out to people that's already in the jobs that they want and they just ask them, hey, I would love to learn more about it when you're young and, you know, not seen as a competition. Cause you know, some people do have that filter. Um, they'll say yes. And they'll speak time, to- they'll reach time with you. So if you're younger, or if you're just, you know, someone who's really interested and curious, there's so many people that will help and you're going to hear no, or you're going to not, you're not going to get a response. And it's so important that you know that upfront that you may have to send 20 messages to people. Before you get a yes, someone wants to speak with you. And that's okay. People are busy. People, some people don't check their, their LinkedIn. Some people don't care and don't want to be a part of it. And that's okay. So it's a numbers game. And what you put into it is what you get out of it. And you really need to be looking for genuine relationship. It's not for like, hey, I need someone to give me a job. It's like, hey, I, need, I want to learn more about this person and what they do. So in turn, eventually, if there is an opportunity, um, after I share my story with them, they think of me or consider me because I told them what I'm looking to ultimately accomplish.
0: Right, right. And um, I want to highlight something that I was always totally against, but I realized the importance of it as I as I continue to grow and um, evolve in my career is whenever you have like some type of work initiatives, you know, utilize those opportunities to to network as well. Like, for instance, if you're if your job is is throwing an event of some sort, I don't know, like a fashion show or some type of um, uh, uh, just any type of event, you know. I'm not necessarily say join the event, but be involved in some way because those those events usually have some ties to some of the higher people or the higher leadership. Uh, they're, sometimes they're going to be there, and if they know you're working on it, you know you can have that as a as a uh, or leverage that as an opportunity to start a conversation with these people. Because really, it's about getting yourself out there, and once people see you, and you you might not even be the best worker, but once people see you out there, because when people like you 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 can utilize that as leverage. It's, it's really about what, or not what, but who you know.
1: Who you know can get you so far. And I'll take it even further. I, I would say it's not even uh, who you know, but it's it, rather it's who knows you. Mm. Right? Because you can't get a job unless someone knows who you are, who trusts mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And when they think about um, promotions or jobs for certain people, it's like, you got to think of like: Have you ever told your boss your story? Have you ever told? Do you know who? Do they know who you are? Do you know who they are? Do they know that you're looking for this promotion? Because the one thing that I mind reading, the first person naturally you can think of, it's the important fact of who you have a relationship with, and and that's the thing. And I think in our community we've been taught to like work hard you know don't make a lot of noise keep your head down and when you have your head down you can't see what's in front of you and that's an opportunity so keep your head up and, and work don't work hard but work smart i'm gonna tell you this i'm gonna tell you this one story um so at one of my previous firms that i worked at right it was this this guy right who this guy i'm like i'm like this guy works so hard right i'm like he works the hardest out of everyone, I'm like he. I'm like, does he not have a social life? Um, does he not have a social life? Um, how is he getting all his work done? Like he, I'm like he's kissing up to everyone and just doing whatever he can just to move ahead. So, you know, me and him in the developing a close relationship, and we have went to we went to a happy hour, right? You know, we're talking. He's talking about all these things that he's trying to accomplish really like big goals, right? He wanted to quit his job by the time he's 40, etc. He's like 32 at this time. So he had a, he had an Excel sheet of everything he's looking to do. Oh man! So we leaving, right? We leaving. He's like, yo, let me go. I got to, we leaving. It's probably like seven 30 going at eight o'clock. We're leaving. He's like, let me go back in the office. I want to send an email real quick, uh, letting, uh, let it show them that I'm working on something <laughs> right to all his bosses. And then he left. So for like three hours, we're we're at this happy hour, but then he goes back and then he sends an email just, you know, given the, um, optic that, you know, he's working all hours of the night and I'm like, dang, this guy is working smart out here. Right. So, you know, I mean, it's not the best thing to do, but I was like, I'm like, oh, wow. He's thinking, you know, out of the box or whatever. And, you know, sometimes those that that's how people think you top of mind as well, as well. Right. Like, before I used to commute uh, for my for for a job at, like uh, in Central Jersey at uh, a financial firm for like four hours a day, right? And when I first started, I was you know not really communicating that much outside of my boss and like my close colleagues. But once I started telling people my story that I'm doing this commute four hours, everybody like, oh yeah, blah 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 blah. So everybody knew that I was like, they just had that mindset that hey, this guy works hard. Because he commutes four hours and it just helped me have conversations with people because they knew, like, hey, I don't think I could do that. And it just helps. So I think it's important to tell your story so people know who you are, because then that's e- that translates easily into building a relationship.
0: Yeah, so that you know, I, I want to bring it back to the dude that you said that you went to happy hour with. Yo, he literally created an illusion <laughs> to to make it seem like he was working harder than he actually
1: was. Not saying that he wasn't working hard, working yeah, hard. Yeah, he at was all. working hard,
0: but he was making it
1: seem like he was like the Terminator. Basically, he was
0: over embellishing his, mm-hmm. his his uh, I guess efforts there, and yep. see. That type of, I guess, ingenuity or, or creativity is absolutely amazing. And those are the type of things that we can kind of implement and incorporate within our own careers. Not saying that we're not gonna work hard, but really creating the illusion that we're working harder just to get the, the, the notoriety or, or just to get our foot into, in the door to have these conversations with people that can kind of increase our network uh, base.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. And, it, and it's always important for like, if you feel you're, you're working hard, your boss needs to know that you're working hard. There's no making the assumption that they know exactly how hard you're working or what you're actually doing. Um, If, if you care about this job and you want to move within that company, then you need to let them know if you, if you don't care about the job and you feel unappreciated, then you need to get on LinkedIn, update your resume, um, connect with people at other firms, connect with recruiters, um, talk with other people and, and start that process. Right. Because, you're never gonna get a promotion if your boss doesn't know who you are. Point in in the story. Point blank. Period. Yeah. If you're if you're unhappy
0: with your job and you're not utilizing LinkedIn <laughs> at all, or even just talking to people uh, about other opportunities, it uh, doesn't have to be necessarily be link, LinkedIn, but utilize your your the people that you went to school with. You know, maybe maybe ask your you know your your friends if they know anybody. You know, literally that I don't I don't know how that degree of separation thing goes. I don't know, 10 degrees of separation, but literally degree, six, six degrees, six degrees separation. Yep. There we go. Mm-hmm. But literally, it's Shout so true. Bacon. It's it's so true. I mean, somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows you, and <laughs> and, and you know, utilize that. Utilize your 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 present-day resources. Go on your phone and your contact list, and then this this start scrolling. See if you haven't I, I guess talk to somebody in a while like maybe just send a quick text message see how they're doing don't go and ask them for a million dollars but just to just to check up on them see it see where their head's at and then you know just leave it at that but if you do that so often you you might develop a relationship that could be beneficial to your you know your future
1: yeah and just to give you more examples concrete examples so let's say you're creative right so we have this podcast we're trying to get you know guests on and sponsorships and all these different things so like the one beauty of a podcast is it puts you in front of people who are doing great things, right? No matter what type of podcast you have, if you have a guest format, you're gonna, it's going to put you in front of some great people and those are opportunities to build relationship with people as well. So for us, even when we have our interviews with some of these amazing people, we ask, you know, to schedule time just to connect even further. And that helps build our, our network in a different way, right? Outside of maybe our work, uh, relationships uh, that we have or family and firm relationships. So this is a new uh, networking that we're, we're building in the podcast industry, right. Or just people who are successful entrepreneurs. And that just helps us figure out from us, from either a career standpoint or building this podcast itself, best practices and learning from them. And it's an opportunity to get more knowledge than we had before. So um, it's always thinking like, you know, uh, getting more individuals who think differently from you and, Uh, challenge yourself to be around more people who can inspire you to take your take wherever you want to go to the next level
0: yeah absolutely I will say this podcast has inspired me like like no other just to be in even though we're not in close proximity but just to have that just that face-to-face conversation with people in certain industries that are just doing it that are just killing it our age making millions of dollars just just doing it um starting businesses uh really getting that bag just dropping gems like we have have i think such a wealth of knowledge just from doing this show for a year that people kind of spend their their lifetime trying to trying to uh, uh retrieve and, and get so
1: yeah definitely y'all so i just had a random thought about introverts right because mm. there's a lot of people who the networking is the uh Mm. antithesis or arch enemy of uh introverts right like just having to reach out to someone and whatnot so do you have any uh suggestions for for this uh demographic of of individuals
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can kind of say that I kind of titter tatter between um, extroversion and introversion. Um, um, but you know, I hate I hate to bring it up because I always bring it up every episode. But you gotta, you have to know yourself. So if you know that you're an introvert, that's that's the first bit, the first step is knowing that you're an introvert, and kind of trying to force yourself into certain situations um, that will get you out of it. So if you know you're an introvert, you know, practice. What you say before you're going to say, it and go out in public and say it. Um, be if you have opportunities where you can speak up. Join Toastmasters. Um, start a podcast or start a, a, a TikTok where you're where you're getting used to saying things in front of people. Even though you can't see them in front of you, you know eventually some people are going to see them because they're going to scroll through it um, on social media. So. I would say start there. Uh, read about public speaking just to get yourself um, uh, more acclimated to techniques. Um, but yeah, it's it's a ever uh, learning process. Um, but yeah, I would definitely start off, but just by practicing.
1: Yeah, and and just challenge yourself, right? If it, it may be just the good thing with like LinkedIn or any like digital like networking digital is that you don't have to be in front of someone or in person with someone. So you know, you should be really leveraging LinkedIn, um, as things return to normal and you start having networking events and, you know, your jobs start having functions, you should pick one or two people by the end of this year that you want to build a relationship with, right? So it could be your boss, right? That's the easiest one, or it could be someone in a job at your company that you want to actually transition to. You should build a relationship with that person. Um, and, you know, challenge yourself to, to, to do one of those two. I think that's e- easy to do over the next six months and just reach out to them, send them an email like, hey, you know, we'd we'll love to connect. Um, interested in X, uh, do you have time to connect? We'd we'll love to get acquainted, learn to uh, just learn more about your career journey, right? And for your boss, to just go to lunch with your boss. I think that's the easy one um, because in a lot of environments, a lot of people don't go go on go on uh, lunch date, lunch dates or uh, with their boss, right? Mm. You have your one on one or something like, hey, let's can we do it over lunch, or schedule it and just do it. Take take that initiative and figure out what your boss thinks about you, or or make him know who you are, or her make her know who you are. So, yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, I mean, just just really understand that networking is super powerful if you utilize mm-hmm. it um and you it's it's kind of like a, a a weapon you know you, you definitely get better with continued practice and repetition and just fostering a relationship with that weapon so networking we are finding that it's been totally beneficial to our growth as a podcast our growth as in in our careers and really our growth growth as as individuals because we are in a, a kind of like an ecosystem with all these people and the more people that know you the more resources that you have to kind of get to where you want to get in life um, so I definitely uh, recommend finding a mentor um, and and definitely going into these Uh, organizations uh, specialized organizations and networking with the people that are in them um, make your job uh, find leadership and just spark conversations introduce yourself you know tell them your aspirations i mean these people literally want to help you they want to be out they want to put people in positions to further growth grow the company and, and their organization and you know they look at people that are outgoing like this because those are the people that drive the organization further
1: yeah, no, that's, that's good. And it just made me think about when you, you said mentor um, and like a sponsor, right? A mentor is someone who like uh, gives you advice, a sponsor is someone who has control uh, or some say or influence over your career. Mm-hmm. So it's important to, you can have as many mentors as you want, but it's also a, a good goal to have someone who can help influence your career. Someone who's in the room when uh, things come up and your name is, uh, they can speak on your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, which could be your boss, your boss's boss, your boss's boss's boss. Um, that's important. A lot of your most successful people will talk about how they had someone who helped them get where they w- were because they had the influence to make that decision. So look for that as well. Um, some people create boards of directors. So you, you know how, how every public traded, publicly traded company or company in general has a board of directors. They'll have individuals in different fields, right? Uh, or just different individuals who they go to for different things It could be career it could be relationship advice, it can be um, uh, spiritual advice I mean they have like these people who they go to for certain things so you know you should if you are lacking or areas that you want to improve get someone who was doing what you are looking to accomplish and start to build a relationship with them. I think that's a good one, not just career, but it can be from, like I said, spiritual relationship. Um, It could be from uh, working out. I mean, any of the areas that you want to improve, try to look or find someone who uh, can help you uh, be accountable and and work towards those goals. And then lastly, the book that I wanted to reference for networking is uh, Never Eat Alone. Uh, It's one of my personal favorite. Uh, it is on Audible, uh, so check out that book, uh, Never Eat Alone. You can get it on Amazon as well um, by uh, Keith Verazzi. Uh It's a great book, uh, teach you networking. Uh, so take that action today. Read that book or just go on LinkedIn, update, create a LinkedIn if you don't have one, or at least update your link one, LinkedIn if you do have one. And then at your job, just schedule time with one person who you work with just to learn exactly what they do. And please have a, a decent looking picture
0: on your LinkedIn, please. Absolutely, prop just for me, just for me. But yeah, yeah, I don't have a quote. I mean, I don't have a book, but I do have a quote. Um, and it is literally one of my favorite quotes in the world. And um, I don't know who said it. I don't know where it came from or originated, but you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Um, and that is literally my, my uh, favorite adage when it comes to networking. Um, you know, as someone who, who, used to be shy, I would say, you know, uh, whenever I do feel that little bit of nervousness, I say, I'm not going to get anywhere unless I open my mouth. So, you know, closed mouths, don't get fed. Um, walk up to that person
1: and say hello, you know, and, uh, you know, just take it from there. Yep. And I'll end with another quote, cause that's a good quote, by the way, Brown, um, your net work is your net worth. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. Great. Uh- <laughs> trying to sound profound <laughs> uh, okay All right. your network is your network that's it guys okay so thank you for tuning in This has been a great episode this is our first video episode um we had some amazing guests that we should have did video for so do not say, come if you, in if you're thinking that right now listeners or anyone which kind of why you have it for some of the ones it's because we got we got even we got bigger ones yeah. like whoever you're thinking of right now yeah
0: we're gonna have them on soon so And listen, we're on all major podcasting platforms. So, you know, just go on whatever, type in 30 to Life Podcast. You know, we'll show up. uh, If you
1: Google us, there's a plethora of options to find out about us, right? Yeah, we we out there. We out there. Shout out to Apple. We've been Mm -hmm. featured twice by them. Shout out to Amazon. We've been featured like five times by Amazon. So that's why we say get the book Never Eat Alone from Amazon. (laughs) get audible because they are helping us out uh so we need that sponsorship uh jeff uh i know you got a divorce but you ain't hurting
0: yeah in, in all seriousness we're just trying to really just spread our our knowledge and our gifts and and really just spread the the, the redefining the black experience um uh trend out there we we want we want to uh really just help each other out. I mean, we realize we can get further together and uh, if we have knowledge that has gotten us to certain places and we know that it's beneficial to those that are just exiting college or in college, well, we, w- we want to help that those demographics out right there because, you know,
1: they're, they're, these are things that we wish somebody had told us coming into college. Yes, yes. So thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support. Look out for that giveaway. Follow us on Instagram, 30 to Life Pod. Hit that subscribe button right now or yeah subscribe button right this is youtube so yeah hit that yeah. subscribe button if it's on youtube and on the podcast and we appreciate the support it's your boy mookie and your favorite color in the world ah. and it's a 30 to life podcast we out oh rest in peace dmx